Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzchak Schiffman. Thanks for tuning into this podcast, and I hope you enjoy the Torah classes in it. Now, on to the episode. Let's go, Fever. Let's learn a little bit here. We're holding in the second parak of Sefer Yeshua now. Now, the dating over here is a little bit complicated. We're going to try to just get into this a little. It's okay. Fine. No, we didn't do yesterday, actually. So, in the second parak, Yeshua Benun is about to send these two spies to Yericho. Okay, so Yeshua Benun wants to see what's going on in Yericho in terms of, um, in terms, well, in terms of the the nature of the people or the attitudes of the people in Yericho, which is this heavily fortified city at the border of Eretz Yisrael. He wants to know how powerful they are and how scared they are, etc. So he's going to send spies. So the Pasuk says, Vayishlach Yeshua Benun, Perik Beis Pasuk Aleph. Vayishlach Yeshua Benun min Hashitim. Yeshua Benun sent from the Shitim, is the place they were in. Shnayim Anashim, two men, Miraglim, who were spies. Cheresh. Cheresh Rashi gives two pshatim. Either it means they pretended to be potters, so people would assume that they're there for a good reason, or it meant that they were quiet, right? Quietly, quietly, secretly. Lamor saying, Go see the land and Yerichai. Rashi points out the reason it highlights Yerichai, the land and Yerichai, is to show the power of Yerichai, that it was unique. There was the land, and then it was guarded by this very powerful city that had like very har- strong fortification, which makes sense because that was the border city of Eretz Yisrael. So it makes sense they would have put some sort of very strong city, people, etc., there to protect them from invaders. So these two people went, which we know was Pinchas and Kalev. They came to the house of a woman who was a Zaina. Her name was Rachav. And they slept there. So Rashi learns Isha Zaina means she was a innkeeper, meaning that she sold She sold types of foods. The other, some other other mefarshim here. I saw. I think the Radak maybe. Yeah, says quoting the Gemara and Zvachim. Actually, she was a zaina. She was a prostitute. But even Lefi Rashi, Rashi later is going to tell us when she lowered them out the window with the red string. Even Rashi seems to learn for these years there was an, an implication that she was also a zaina. So even though Rashi seems to be quoting a sheet to hear that she sold mine mezaynas, it could be that she had two jobs basically or, or one job fed into the other I'm not sure however you want to say it but that does seem to be and really the simple reading in the Pasuk would imply that as well why were they staying at her house specifically what was the thought process so either way you go in terms of what her job was it was a place that people frequented and not just any people but maybe even people of influence so therefore she would have a good feel she or the people that will be around would be able to give over a good feeling about exactly what people are thinking, how people are feeling towards the invading Jewish population, because they weren't a small people. This was significant. That's why that was a good place to go in order to figure out what was going on in Eretz Yisrael, in Eretz Kenan at this point. So that's where they end up going. I don't remember the Gemara Megillah says there's Machlokas like that. I don't believe so. 
Yeah, but I don't think yeah, it says it like he's there. Yeah. Right, exactly. That would also imply like Zaina. Like it doesn't necessarily. doesn't necessarily, but you could hear. Meaning, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could hear the association. Okay. So it was said to the king of Yerichai, saying, I guess we'll just start, because really the dating comes later. It was said to the king of Yerichai, saying, which means the report got back to him somehow, Men came tonight from the Jewish people to investigate the land. It's interesting because this would imply that their job was to, like similar to what the first spies were supposed to accomplish, figure out the most successful way of conquering Eretz Yisrael. But that's not really what they come back to say and what Rachav tells them. Really, it seems like the shlichus was, go figure out what the mentality of the people is regarding the Jewish people. Lachbor could have a different connotation, which is, no, they wanted to know you know, the most successful strategy of conquering. So maybe it's the same thing. Let's see. So the king of Yericho sends to Rachav, saying, Bring out the men that have come to you, that have come to your house, to investigate all of the land they have come. I don't know what the word kol implies in that. I don't know why it says kol. Kol haaretz. Right, they were only there for a short time, as we're about to see. It doesn't even seem like it was much of a chafira. Like it doesn't seem like it was really much of an investigation in terms of conquering. Not sure exactly. Maybe that's what he assumed. So she took the two men, and she hid him, literally. Now she says it could also mean them. Sometimes we refer to plurality in a singular form. And she said, Cain. A timer Cain. And she said. Cain, sorry, she said back to the shliach who had approached her from the king, Cain, yes, they did come to me, these two men, and I don't know where they are. Just in terms of the order of the storyline here, I guess the shliach from the king comes, she sees that there's going to be an issue for the Jewish men. I wonder if she realized they were Jewish men before or after. That's not clear. Before or after the king sent shluchim, it's not clear. It's interesting because he, he sends a message almost as if she may have known already, but I don't know. It's not clear. So then she hides them, and then she tells the shliach, by the way, go back to the king because I don't know where they are. <coughs> okay. We could stop here now for, in terms of that. Now, Actually, what's that? The shliach came. Was it one of her people that told her? It sounded like one of her people that told her. Well, one of the people that were there. Meaning someone came to the shop. Let's say Macheres Mene Mezona. So someone was shopping there. He sees the two Jewish people. Somehow he deduces they're Jewish men. He tells the king. Then a shliach is sent back to Rachav, remove these two Jewish men because they're here to spy out the land. That's what happened. She hides them and then responds. That's, that's the order of the Pasuk, at least. She says, she hid them, and then responds that, um, yeah, they were here, but then they left. That, that's what it seems like in the storyline. That's what Chara seems like. Rashi points out, there's two pshatim, Either it means she only hid one of them, which is Vatitz Benoy, which is the Drush. Api Pshadi says it could mean it's referring to um, Rabin and Yachid in a singular format. Since she was so quick to hide them in a small place, it was like an individual. I don't know why the Pasuk would, like what the emphasis is necessary for that she had such Srizus maybe. She had to because the guy I guess the guy was standing at the door, right? 
he had search warrant, something along those lines. Second pshat, which is Medrash Agada, he quotes Medrash Tanhuma Rashi, says is that it was Pinchas and Kalev, and Pinchas was able to just stand there like a malach and nobody could see, so she only had to hide Kalev. This lechara goes along with the general shita that holds Pinchas is Eliyahu, to some degree at least, he was like a malach, he was beyond physical rules, and therefore he was able to just stand there, apparently. Okay, so that's the two pshatim here in the Tits Benoit. Now, we really didn't get to it yet, Yes, you have to stop here, but um, okay, I guess we'll pick up tomorrow. We'll discuss a little more in the story. The dating is really what I wanted to focus in on. There's a grow in the previous parak that discusses this to figure out exactly when these spies were sent. It's not so clear, but when we get to how many days they were there, we'll go back and analyze exactly when they were sent because based on the story, we deduce Moshe's death. So it's important that this everything lines up here. That's what we're going to have to figure out. God willing, I guess we'll pick up tomorrow. If that's okay. Okay, Chavon. Shkoyach.